afternoon, America, and welcome to the Dean's List. Virginia Fox, the chair of the House Committee on Education and the Workforce, says that despite recent victories in the clash against wokeness within the public education system, grassroots efforts still has a daunting road ahead of them if they want to fix things in public education. We'll talk about it next on the Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. Well, thank you for joining me today. We had an excellent conversation yesterday with Hutz Hertzberg from Turning Point Academy. Turning Point Academy is the educational arm from Turning Point USA. And in that conversation, I I said to Hutz, what, uh, what do you think? Can we... Can we save public education? And I, I asked the question this way: Should we, should we just forego it? Should we just pull our kids and just, and just count it as loss, or should we fight? And I like the answer that he gave because it's, I think it's 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 the answer that I'm I'm also giving. I think it's where I'm falling. Hut said. We can do both. <laughs> Pull your kids, but you know, let's fight for let's fight for it. Let's fight to save public education. But don't keep your kids in it. Absolutely pull them. And I think I agree with him. I I came to that conclusion ultimately while we were talking about Aaron Lee's situation in Colorado. By the way, we will have uh, Aaron Lee on the show next week. And it's going to be a wonderful conversation. I encourage you to tune in because her story is, it's astonishing. Not only is her story astonishing, but what what the Colorado state government is doing to destroy education is astonishing. What that government in Colorado is doing to destroy the family is astonishing. How they are destroying the family unit is it's unprecedented, and her story is it's uh, it's a story worth hearing. So I will keep you posted as to when uh, as to when Aaron will be on. It'll be one day next week. But after after we we spoke about her her situation last week, and I came to the conclusion almost while I was reading the story that. If you live in Colorado, you have got to pull your child from the public schools. What is happening in that state? I wouldn't have my child in in a public school there. I mean, parents absolutely fight to save public schools. But I don't know. I don't know that we can keep our kids in there while we are fighting. Virginia Fox. She is the chair of the House Committee on Education and the Workforce. She's a Republican out of North Carolina. She says in this article I'm looking at, uh, it was written by Tyler Durden. And this is just uh, looks like a couple of weeks ago. She says that despite recent victories and the clash against wokeness within the public education system, A daunting road lay ahead for grassroots groups. There is a grassroots group that she's referring to specifically called Moms for Liberty, 
and I think I think this group might be they might be headquartered in North Carolina, or maybe it's just a North Carolina chapter that that she's referring to. She, of course, is out of North Carolina. Um, but you know, she says there's there's a big there's a big task ahead, even though there there have been victories. Um, you know, school boards, you know, and we've we've documented these school boards out in California that are just fighting for for parental rights. Now, of course, Newsom vetoed uh, AB nine fifty seven. Uh, you know, we we talked about that the other day. We're shocked, by the way, that Newsom <laughs> vetoed that bill. There have been victories. My brother in law. I've got a brother-in-law in California who is politically astute. We affectionately refer to him as Big Ron. Uh, he called me the other day, and uh, he and I agree. He he and I agree. He said, you know, you're spot on. I, I think that uh, Newsom wants to be in the White House, and he realized he had to veto that bill. In order for him to, to make his way to the White House, he could not sign that bill into law. He just he couldn't do it. The 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 conservatives and the moderates um, would have eaten him alive. Ultimately, parental rights crosses over party lines. Uh, if you vote Democrat, if you vote Republican, if you are an independent and you're a parent, you want to retain your parental rights as you should. They're unalienable. They're God given rights. You you should want to retain those rights. And Newsom had to veto that bill because he he that if he signs that bill, there is no path to the White House. And Big Ron and I agree. We we agree. So there there, there are some victories. You know, we've we've had recent victories and the clash against wokeness and the public education system. That's the those are Virginia Fox's words. Uh, Virginia Fox, as I said, chairs the House Committee on Education and the Workforce. Matter of fact, she is one of the uh, Congresswomen who who came into the briefing last week. The Wall Builders Congressional Briefing that I I sat in on in D.C. last week, she was one of the the members, and it was her group, it was her committee. Uh, that really spearheaded the House's passage and last March of the Parents' Bill of Rights Act. The House has passed the Parents' Bill of Rights Act, but currently that bill uh, sits in the Senate. It is currently stalled in the Senate Committee on Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions. Yeah, yeah, there that that committee that that one committee is on health education, labor, and pensions. And it is sitting in that committee stall. You know who chairs that committee? I'm going to tell you. It is the socialist, Bernie Sanders. He has an I next to his name. He's the independent from Vermont. He should have an S because he's a socialist. Bernie Sanders is a socialist. There is no way the Parents' Bill of Rights Act comes out of that committee. There is just, there's no way. It's not coming out. Bernie Sanders is going to kill it. If he doesn't kill it, he will he will mark it up and and turn it into something of his own creation, something socialist. That that's for sure. 
something socialist of his of his own creation. Um, you know that that's not going anywhere. Although Bernie Sanders could shock us. I mean, and much the same way Gavin Newsom shocked us. Um, you know, I don't know, maybe not. Bernie has already had his White House run and it didn't go well. Um, you know, he's not running again, uh, you know, against Joe Biden in, in 2024. You know, I don't know. And then we're looking at 2028. Is Bernie still with us? I, I don't I don't mean to be morbid here, but I so I, I don't I don't think Bernie has the same incentive that Gavin would have. I don't think the Parents' Bill of Rights Act is coming out of Bernie's committee. I don't see it coming out. Uh, not only is Bernie chairing that committee, but it's stacked with firebrand progressives. And additionally, it's also stacked with wishy-washy rhinos. Um, yeah, that, that bill is going to sit there. It is going to sit there. But Virginia Fox... Who, who really spearheaded that that bill she it's her opinion that you know even if that bill does come out uh, you know whether it comes out or whether it doesn't that it's gonna be up to grassroots it's gonna be up to to parents and individuals to to take the public school bull by the horns um this article written by, Tyler Durden, um, he's, he's quoting Fox here, and she says, all of this is going to entail tremendous involvement at the local level. Uh, she said this during an exclusive interview with Headline News, Headline USA, along with Brooke Weiss, the chair of the Mecklenburg County Moms for Liberty chapter. Okay, Mecklenburg County is North Carolina. And so Brooke Weiss is the uh, county chapter for Moms for Liberty. And uh, Moms for Liberty is a uh, it's a grassroots movement that's really um, it's out there. It's out there. It's 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 one of the groups spearheading the charge to to save public schools. Um, Moms for Liberty is two and a half years old. It's growing every day and making major progress in restoring parental rights and improving public education. This is a quote from Brooke Weiss. We aren't going anywhere, she said. We are successful because our mission is focused on a singular issue, education, and because we are able to mobilize people into real action. And, you know, this is what Virginia Fox is saying really needs to happen. There's got to be a, a a grassroots movement that mobilizes people into action. There are probably several grassroots movements out there. I I, I guess pick one, pick one and get involved. Uh, you can pick Moms for Liberty. You can jump into My Faith Votes. There is uh, an organization that we're going to be talking about here in the next few days called Act America. Um, the, the bottom line is that we as citizens, we have to get involved in our government at the local level. 
we cannot look to Washington to save us. And this is really what every senator and congressman said last week at the briefing. You know, they said people look to Washington, you know, when is Washington going to do something? And I I, I know we've all said that, you know, when is something going to happen in, in Washington, D.C.? But really, the importance of the Constitution starts at the local level. The, the power structure is we the people, and it starts from the ground up. And ultimately, the people have to be involved. We have to be involved on some level. We're going to uh, hear from, from somebody again next week. Um, I met a man today. I'm at a conference this week in Michigan, and I spoke to a gentleman today here in Michigan who said, "I, you know, he's a pastor, and he said, I, I, I just, you know, my wife and I, we went to some school board meetings, and we just decided that we needed to get involved. Uh, the school board was not going in the direction that we felt our community needed, and we got involved. He ran. He ran for the school board, won his election. We're going to hear from him. Because I, I'm interested. I, I, I want to know how he did it, and I want you to hear it. I want you to hear how he did it. What inspired him? What what got him going? Because it's it's going to be the citizens. It's going to be everyday, average Joe, average whoever, Sally, Susie, Jane, Jill. I, I don't, you're just an average individual. Uh, it, it's going to take us to reclaim the country. It's going to take us to get involved in local politics on some level. And and maybe it's it's something as as simply as just, you know, getting engaged in and and who's running. Maybe you don't want to run for politics. Maybe you don't want to run for school board. Maybe you don't want to run for county commissioner or or precinct delegate. Maybe you just get involved in terms of you 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 do your homework and you find out who is running. You know, who are these people? Maybe as a community, we start vetting individuals. You know, because how do you how do you know what the values of someone who's running on school board? I mean, it it it, it might take some legwork, but if you don't run a, if you don't want to run, maybe you find out who's running. And you interview them. You find out what do they stand for. You know, do they believe that that CRT is something that should be taught in in our public schools? Do they believe in critical race theory? Do they do they believe in in, in equity and, and inclusion? And um, you know, where do they stand on this on this whole transgender issue? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where do they stand on on boys dressing up like girls and girls dressing up like boys? See how easy it is to fall into the narrative? I am committed to not falling into the narrative. I'm committed on this show, at least, to take the narrative back, to call it what it is. We're going to call it like it is. And, you know, that's that's part of it. I think as citizens... We have to be involved. We have to we have to figure it out. We have to figure out what it is on the local level that that you need to get involved in. 
Now, I, I know probably not 100% of us are going to do this. But what if we did? All right, what if 50% of us got involved? I, well, we can't think that, though. I can't think that. I've got to think in terms of 100%. Dean, it's impossible. 100% of people aren't going to be involved. All right, I mean, that's fine. You might be right, but I have to think in those terms. I can't say to this audience, only 50% of you get involved. Because then we're looking around and we're saying, well, which side of the 50% do I fall on? I think I say to this audience, 100% of us have to be involved. We've got to be involved on the local level. If if we are to, to save education in this country, we have to get involved. Now, if you have a child in, in, in public school, I think you need to, to ask yourself this question very, very seriously. Did, does my child stay in that school? Um, you need to, I, I think you need to find out what that school stands for before you definitely just say, I'm going to leave my child here. Yeah, you are risking not only the education of your child, but you're you're risking their future because our children are learning things in these schools that are detrimental to their lives. So at the local level, we have to take it back. Do we keep our kids in the school while we're taking it back? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so, but we have to get involved. We'll get into more specifics uh, on what that looks like on the other side of the break. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer, this stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout.
Welcome back to The Dean's List. I'm Dean Bowen. You are listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. You can find us here Monday through Fridays on AmericaOutloud.news at the 2 p.m. Eastern time slot. Or you can hear us on podcasts the next day. Every show goes to podcasts. So you can find us wherever you listen to your podcast. We are happy to have you along today. We appreciate you being on board. We are talking about uh, the importance, really, of you and me, the importance of the grassroots level in saving education in America. It's going to take us. Virginia Fox is the chairwoman of the House Committee on Education and the Workforce, and you know she she believes it's it's up to us. She said it's going to be a daunting task. Now she spearheaded the Parents Bill of Rights Act. The House passed it in March, but uh, April, May, June, July, August, September. Uh, September is coming to a close. Here we are, almost seven months, and that bill sits in the Senate, where it'll probably die. Because it it went to the Senate Committee on Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions. It's going to die there in that committee because the chairman, Bernie Sanders, does not want a Parents' Bill of Rights Act to see the light of day. He is not interested in it. He's a socialist. Why would he? Why would a so? And by the way, how is it in America that that we have have a socialist elected to the Senate? You know, I just. I mean, there's many socialists in the in the House of Representatives now. I don't know how this is happening. Well, I do. I do know how it's happening. It's happening because the socialists have taken over public education. They did it a long time ago. And it's just been this slow, you know, let's take over the curriculum. That That is one of the it's one of the points. That's one of the points of the Communist Party was to take over education, get their propaganda in textbooks and our curriculum, take over teachers' unions, infiltrate the education system. And by doing that little by little by little by little, they have slowly but surely dumbed down the education. And here we are electing socialists to Congress. Oh, I digress. The the moral of the story is, if we are to take education back, it's going to take you and me. It's going to take us. It's going to take a grassroots organization, a, gra- a grassroots level. It's going to take our involvement. Uh, we have to get off the sidelines. We have to get off the sidelines. We have to get involved. I don't know how to get involved. I don't know what to do. I don't I don't want to get into in politics. I get all that. I completely understand. We have to start somewhere. We absolutely have to start somewhere. I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to this article written by Tyler Durden. Uh, although the tendency among some, even conservatives, is to look to the government for solutions to solve the mess that decades of subversive Marxist influence and dark money coercion have wrought in the school system. Fox pointed out that this would be counterproductive at best. And she's absolutely right. And 
yeah, you know, we just think, you know, Trump's got to save us or, you know, we've got to look to some government official. Uh, you know, we, we, we've got to have somebody in charge that would do something to stop the Marxist influence in education. And, and that somebody is you and that somebody is me. We have to look in the mirror and we have to say, you are the somebody. We can't, we can't look to, to Washington. Trump isn't the savior here. I mean, you know, he did some some beautiful things in, in, in 20, 2016, those four years he was in office. He did some amazing things. And yes, I would love for him to, to be back in, in office again. Absolutely, I would love it. Dean, are you endorsing President Trump? I, Trump doesn't need my endorsement. But I would love it if he was back in office. Absolutely, I would. But it's not... It, Trump isn't the savior. We the people. We we the people. We are the sovereign. We have to take our rightful role as the sovereign. It's up to us to fix things. And, and it happens at the local level. It doesn't happen by us casting our, our ballot to fix Washington. Now, we should definitely vote. Um, you've got to vote. But the way we fix it is from the ground up. And Virginia Fox is, is basically saying that. And, and she's a congresswoman. And, and she's saying you, we can't rely on Congress to fix it. It's got to come from you and me. She continues, anytime somebody tells me, quote, I want a national something, end quote, I tell them don't do it. And she is so spot on. You don't need a national anything. She noted in response to a question about a national book rating system. And she's saying, no, it's the wrong way to go, Fox continued. You put power in the hands of people far away from you. It's the most dangerous thing to do. And she is absolutely right. And something like a national book rating system seems, it, you know, it seems like a good idea. Yeah, let's have a book rating system. But no, it's really a bad idea. Because you've got somebody in Washington that's going to, you know, rate a book as, hey, this is a great book. Let's make this number one. When in fact, it's not a great book. It's a book that you should not have in your school library. As an example, when you have some bureaucrat, you know, thousands of miles away, ranking the books that, you know, should be in the school library. It's a horrible idea. And uh, Virginia Fox, you know, says so. It's the wrong way to go. She says, you put power in the hands of people far away from you. It's the most dangerous thing to do, especially education. Education has to be local. It's got to stay local. The curriculum has to stay local. It's got to stay in the hands of the parents. That's why school board is probably the most important election on the ballot. Because education is the most important thing you can do for your kids. Where are they being educated and how are they being educated? And th th through what? What means? What what's the form? What's the curriculum? I guess that I guess that 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 goes to the how, but that's that's something that as parents, we have to have our finger on that pulse. We have to know what's going on. 
we have to be engaged at the school board level. The article continues, rather than pivot too far in either direction, though uh, Fox, an 18-year congressional veteran who spent time previously in the North Carolina State Legislature and as a sociology professor at Appalachian State University, took a more pragmatic outlook. She signaled that she did not, in principle, oppose the idea of abolishing the Federal Department of Education, as some conservatives have called to do. I love that about her. I absolutely love it about her. Here she is. You know, she's on the Committee of Education and the Workforce, and she says, yeah, get rid of it. Get rid of the Department of Education. You know, in my opinion, again, this is just my opinion. The Department of Education is unconstitutional. It is not the federal government's job to be involved in education. You know, but I guess based upon that premise, there are a lot of departments that are probably unconstitutional. The federal the federal government, they have they have a job description. The the that the powers that Congress has. It, you know, they're listed. They're listed in Article 1. They have a job description. And they have, uh, ooh, have they ever expanded that? So uh, Virginia Fox says, yeah, let's get rid of the Department of Education. I love this quote. She says, if the Lord put me in charge, I'd get rid of everything. Oh, man, how come she hasn't run for president yet? How come we don't have Virginia Fox in the White House? What, how do we get there? You know, how, how did Joe Biden make it there? I mean, Virginia Fox would just clean house. Yet she noted that when former President Ronald Reagan ran on a campaign of doing that very thing, he ultimately wound up strengthening it. All right. Well, that's not that's not wrong. The only solution, as she saw it, was to devolve the money back to the states and allow each individual jurisdiction to decide how best to spend its funding. Yes, yes, that is true. That is absolutely true. Even so, that would not entirely address one of the biggest concerns facing schools, which is the influence of outside organizations seeking intentionally to politicize the local school agendas and infect them with controversial issues such as critical race theory and transgenderism, which translation is teaching boys to dress up like girls and vice versa. Yeah, right. I mean, it. so it, it's not about money. I mean, yeah, having a lot of money is great, isn't it? Don't you want to have a lot of money? And don't you think hey, it'd be great if our schools were just loaded with money? But money isn't really the answer. You know what the answer is? The answer is you and me. We're the answer. Our involvement at the local school level, that's the answer. The, the involvement of, of local community members. Going to school boards and asking tough questions such as, hey, school board member, where do you stand on critical race theory? You know, where, where you, what's your opinion on that? Should that should that be taught? Should we be teaching our young people to to hate one another based upon the color of their skin? 
should we be teaching them to um to to look at each other as oppressors or oppressed should we be allowing this very divisive teaching in our schools ask that question just go to a school board meeting and ask that question and find out where they stand or ask them you know where what is your what's your opinion on and a on a boy using a a girl's bathroom or changing in a girl's locker room where do you stand on that where do you stand on completely destroying privacy rights of our students you know find out because th- that's what it's going to take that is what it will take to reclaim and that's not the only thing that I, that that is not the only thing but that is one of the things it will take to reclaim public education the other thing we've got to it's got to happen at the state legislature level these uh these individuals i was about to call them a name but you know cindy says don't call anybody names so you know sometimes we listen to to you know to people that are smarter than us please don't call people names i was about to call them names i'm not going to these individuals in the in the house and senate in the state of colorado that have passed these laws that that has to change um people with common sense can i say it that way i will people with common sense have to be in office at the state level they have to be in office at the county level uh yeah but people with common sense people that love the country and people that love people people that love families people that want parents to retain their unalienable rights to raise their kids their kids that god gave them they should be able to raise those children in a way they see fit that is not harming the child if it's going to harm the child i don't care how how much they they you know they see it as being fit and what harms the child is telling them you know I mean, if you want to be a girl, but you're actually a boy, I mean, that's fine. If you want to to go by a different pronoun, that's fine. I mean, yes, it's grammatically incorrect, but, you know, who's teaching grammar anymore? No one's learning. You know, that's harming the kid. That, um, and, and, and the people that are making these laws that are, that are harming the children, they need to be out. They absolutely need to be out. The only solution, I'll go back to the article and tirade, go back to the article. The only solution, as she saw it, was to devolve the money back to the states. Well, yeah, and I just said that. I mean, that might be a solution, but it's really the, it's really the parents. It's you and me. Fox said she remained mystified by people including the Democratic House colleagues with whom she is sometimes forced to find common ground. Who would oppose common sense measures like transparency and accountability for schools? Yes, I am also mystified by these same Democrats. So in the House, in Virginia Fox's committee, they passed the Parents' Bill of Rights Act, which uh, would call for transparency and accountability in schools. 
But it sits now on the Senate side in the committee chaired by a socialist. And why why is it? Can we just ask ourselves this question? Why is it that the socialist Bernie Sanders opposes this common sense measure of transparency and accountability in schools? Why does the socialist Bernie Sanders oppose a Parental Bill of Rights Act? Why does the socialist Bernie Sanders not want parents to retain their God-given parental rights? Well, I mean, you know, the, the answer is in the question. You know, why doesn't the socialist Bernie Sanders? Because he's a socialist. He's a socialist, and that's that's not what he's about. He's not about parental rights. No, as a socialist, he's about government control. I mean, he's about governmental rights. He's about the government deciding what is best for your kids. I mean, he loves, he's got to love what's happening in Colorado. He's got to love it. He's got to love that, that the government there mandates mental health screening you know, for middle school and high school students. And then and then that, that mental health test, test doesn't go to the parent. It goes to the school district. And then the school district can then send the child to therapy based upon the mental health screening without parental consent. So who's in charge in Colorado? Is it the parents or is it the government? It's the government. And all oh, the socialists, they love this. They absolutely love this. And it's, but it's not common sense. And Fox says, what is wrong with these people? What's wrong with these Democrats? I don't have the answer for you. Maybe we'll explore it more on the other side of this break. You're listening to the Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Welcome back to the Dean's List. I am Dean Bowen. You are listening to the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. 
Uh, the past couple of days, uh, I have been talking about Cofix RX, and it, this this um, this product is it's something else. I'm telling you right now, I am in the process of this product bailing me out. Cofix RX, they have a throat spray and a a nasal spray. A couple of days ago, you know, I woke up my my voice was feeling just a little off, and Cindy said, "Hey." You know what's going on? I said, "Oh, nothing. No, I'm good. I am good." But as the day went on, I realized I don't think I'm good. I think something is uh, something's trying to happen. And you know, we had just um, we had just got some Cofix, and I had not taken any yet uh, because Cofix has uh, iodine in it. And you know, a few years ago, well, more than a few, several years ago, I had what I thought was an allergic reaction to iodine. They had, you know, I was getting some kidney testing done and they had injected this dye in me, you know, so they could take pictures. And I just, I thought it was iodine. I remember, I remember iodine being thrown out in the room that day and I was having a horrible allergic, uh, allergic reaction to it. And, you know, the medical people in the room were running around <laughs> to kind of, you know, rescue me a little bit. And uh, my cousin's married to a doctor. He's a smart man. And I said, uh, you know, ask him if 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 iodine is something that, you know, is used in, in these dyes. And, you know, he came back and said, yeah, there is uh, definitely a derivative of it. And, um, you know, be careful, be cautious. But I did not, you know, as I woke up with something, I didn't want to keep it. Whatever it was I was waking up with, I did not want to keep. So I just said, Cindy, watch me. I'm going to take a shot of this down my throat, take a shot of it up my nose. And uh, that night, I felt better. My throat wasn't sore. Um, the next day I did it again. I didn't have a, a reaction, you know, obviously. So I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm good to go. This stuff is, uh, this stuff is part of my arsenal. Now I can breathe through my nose and, uh, I, I feel, I feel so much better T today. I'm, I'm now three days, you know, taking it and it's, you know, I'm a hundred percent. I was actually probably a hundred percent, uh, after a day, but I've continued it because, uh, I don't want anything. Last year at this time, right about now, the third, fourth week in September, I just got hammered with something and I was laid out for a week. You know, I'm in a school building with a bunch of little kids just running around and they gave me something. Uh, and and this year, I think, I think it was going to happen again. Uh, Cofix RX bailed me out, absolutely bailed me out. And flu season is coming. I'm telling you, I can speak from personal experience. This You're going to want to have this product in your medicine cabinet as flu season gets around the corner. Cofix RX. And you will get 25% off. Go to americaoutloud.shop. Uh, and you will, you uh, you know, find Cofix RX in there. Click on the banner. 25% off. And that is exclusively for America Out Loud listeners, exclusive for listeners to the Dean's List. And I'm telling you what, I, I'm speaking from personal experience. 
Cofix RX has bailed me out. Now, if we had something like that to to bail out the the public education system, well, according to Virginia Fox, she says it's you and me. We are the thing that can bail out public education. It's up to us. We can't look to Washington. It's not going to happen in Washington. It is up to you and me. We, uh, I'm looking at this article from, it was written by Tyler Durden, and uh, it's in Headline USA. The article is called House Education Chair Says Groups Like Moms for Liberty Face Daunting Tasks. Well, Moms for Liberty is the grassroots movement. Uh, it's the group that that the article is kind of uh, referencing. And Fox says, you know, they this group faces a, a daunting task, but it's up to this group. It's up to people like this group to go after it. Yes, it's going to be daunting. Yes, it's going to be a struggle. Yes, it's going to be a fight. But we have to go after it. We have to we have to take back our country. We have to save America. And we can't rely on Washington to do it because they continue to put America in the toilet. They continue to pass America last policies. And many of them pass parents last policies. Parent last. Parent last. We don't want them. We don't want parental rights. I mean, Bernie Sanders is letting that bill just wither on the vine. I mean, but he's a socialist. And so why would a socialist want parental rights? Uh, so in this article, Fox is is she's shocked, she's mystified that people, including Democrats in the in the House and in the Senate, uh, would oppose common sense measures like transparency and accountability for schools that she has passed in the in the Parents' Bill of Rights Act. You know, she's just shocked that Bernie Sanders would just let this wither on the vine. I don't know that she really is so- shocked because she knows he's a socialist, but. And then this quote, this quote is great. Virginia Fox is just, if you get a chance to listen to her talk, it is it is fun. It's just fun. She says, I don't know what planet they grew up on. It tr- It's truly amazing to me. I don't know what planet they grew up on. Well, it makes you wonder. It does. It makes you wonder. Nonetheless, the article continues. It is citizens... It is citizen watchdogs like Weiss, she said, who have both the power and the responsibility to do what the most powerful government in the world cannot. Did you hear that? Virginia Fox, representative in the House of Representatives, who chairs the House Committee on Education and the Workforce, says it is citizens like like Brooke Weiss and these watchdog groups, um, like Moms for Liberty, that have the power and the responsibility to do what the most powerful government on the planet cannot do. It's up to us to change this thing. Moms for Liberty has only continued to grow in its renown following a national summit in Philadelphia over the summer that featured former President Donald Trump, and other luminaries. While the biggest storyline from the event may have been the left's violent and destructive protests outside of it, shortly after the parent group was labeled a hate group 
by the Southern Poverty Law Center in collusion with the Biden administration. Oh, I guess. Uh, Moms for Liberty. That's the name of the group. Moms for Liberty. You know, they, they have this, this summit. You know, Trump is there. And, you know, but outside, there's this, th- these leftist group groups that just are destructive with their protests. I mean, they're outside, you know, destroying property, but yet it's, it, <laughs> it is Moms for Liberty that has, that's been labeled the hate group. They're inside, you know, they're having a summit. They want parental rights. But they're labeled the hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center in collusion with the Biden administration. Biden labels them a hate group. Moms for Liberty, a a hate group. Well, is it any different than the FBI telling these, uh, you know, or labeling these these parents, especially in Virginia, going to school board meetings, labeling them as domestic terrorists? If you stand up against what we want, you're going to be a domestic terrorist. Now, this makes people back down. I don't want to be labeled a domestic terrorist. I'm not a domestic terrorist, and I don't want to be called one. And you you see the tactic. The tactic is play on their fear. Let them know that we are going to label them a domestic terrorist and probably charge them with something. Let them know that. And then they'll back down. Then they'll go away. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if we if we stand up en masse, if we if we stand up in numbers and we say we're taking this back, we're the sovereign. And if we stand up in droves, they will buckle. They will absolutely buckle. Take New Mexico, for example. And this this governor out there, and her 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 edict, her edict to, you know, to say you can't. I don't care about the Second Amendment. I don't care that the Constitution gives you the right to keep and bear arms in New Mexico. I'm queen, and I'm saying no. And you know, the Constitution is not final. It's not absolute. Even my oath is an absolute. My oath to protect the Constitution, that's not absolute. I mean, I can declare an emergency and wipe the Constitution away. And and you saw what happened. Citizens in mass showed up in Albuquerque. And, you know, their guns on full display. Guns on full display. And she has since backed down. Because when we show up in numbers, when we say, you know what, we are the sovereign. And when we link arms and link shields and show up in numbers to defend our God-given rights, parental rights being among them, the powers that be, they'll stand down. The socialistic powers that be will stand down. We've seen it happen. Regardless of, of the fear tactics that they will use, regardless of it, I'm, 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 I, I encourage you, link arms with someone. You know, don't try to go at it uh, on your own. 
Get people in your community. Find like-minded people in your community to go after it. That's what it's going to take because we have to do it in numbers and in solidarity. In order to take it back, it's got to be a group. It's got to be a group effort. There aren't any lone wolves. It's got to be a group effort. I mean, sure, someone get out and take the lead. A couple of us get out and take the lead and go after it, but it's got to be the group. It's got to be the people. All right. Um, this article uh, continues here. This this quote, empowering parents continues to be our mission today, and that has fueled our organization's growth. It's a growth like wildfire to now 45 states in the country. So this is what... Um, this is this is what Moms for Liberty, this is what they're saying. She said, you know, our mission is to empower parents, and it's fueled our growth. Name-calling parents who want to be part of their child's education as hate groups or bigoted just further exposes what this battle is all about. Who fundamentally gets to decide what is taught to our kids in school? Parents or government employees? That is a great question. And that's a question that every parent needs to ask themselves. Who gets to decide? Is it the government or is it us as parents? I think if we ask that question honestly, there's only one answer we can come to, and that's us as parents. So us as parents need to do something about it. The article continues. We believe that parental rights do not stop at the classroom door and no amount of hate from groups like this is going to stop that. I love these people. I absolutely love these people. Moms for Liberty. They don't care. They're like, call me whatever you want to call me. Label label whatever you want to label me as. But we are fighting for our children. We're fighting for our children. And the, the, the beauty of this is that we see this uh, recently, we've seen this quite uh, uh, quite often in a few places, Muslim families and Christian families uniting, linking arm in arm, coming at public schools and saying, our kids aren't going to be a part of this. You're not going to ramrod homosexual curriculum down the throats of our students. No, teach them to read, teach them to write. Teach them mathematics, but don't ramrod homosexuality into their into their brains, into their conscience. No, and and when you have two religious groups, Muslims and Christians coming together to unite, that is a big deal. That, my friends, is a big deal. You know, I've said this before. I've, I've I've been saying this for days. Our kids are the cause. Is there not a cause? You know, that that old fashioned Bible story, David and Goliath. David shows up to the battlefield. His brothers and and the entire army they're cowering in fear. And this huge giant, this Philistine, starts echoing his insults. You know, he's making fun of the Hebrew God. 
And David says, well, what's going on here? Why are you guys cowering over here in the corner? And he asks this famous question, is there not a cause? Five words. Is there not a cause? Don't you guys have a cause to be here to fight this? No, there's not a cause to them. They're over here. They're over here panicking. Nobody wants to get stomped on like a grape. But David asks this question, is there not a cause? And this is the question that's being asked, and parents are, are answering it. Parents are taking the role of David in this instance, and they're saying, yes, there is a cause. The cause is our kids. Our children are the cause, and we're going to link arms, and we're going to fight for our children. And Virginia Fox, in this article, uh, is saying that that's, that's what needs to happen, that uh, that's the answer. The answer isn't Washington, D.C. The answer isn't government officials. Yes, keep them accountable. Yes, call them. Yes, email them. Yes, hold their feet to the fire. But but that is not the solution. We need to do that. We, don't get me wrong. We've got to hold their feet to the fire. But we are the solution. We have to we have to get involved on a grassroots level. Don't do it alone. Find a grassroots organization to be a part of. In the next coming days, I'm going to be interviewing people that are a part of these grassroots organizations. So you you have some you have some options and some areas to get involved. There are good things coming. We just have to keep at it. All right, that's all the time we have for today, America. Thank you for joining me on the Dean's List. Encourage your friends and family to get on the Dean's List. Let's unite to renovate the age. 